Sefer Bereshit, Parshat Vayeshev, on human trafficking. In Parshat Vayeshev, we see one of the ugliest incidents of abuse and mistreatment in the Torah. When Joseph's 11 brothers, upset with their father Jacob's preference for Joseph, and perhaps Joseph's bragging attitude about his prophetic dreams, throw him into a pit and sell him to the Midianites. Initially, the brothers want to kill Joseph, who's 17 years old at the time. But it says in Genesis chapter 37, Judah said to his brothers, what do we gain by killing our brother and covering up his blood? Come, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites, but let us not do away with him ourselves. After all, he is our brother, our own flesh. His brothers agreed. When Midianite traders passed by, they pulled Joseph up out of the pit. They sold Joseph for 20 pieces of silver to the Ishmaelites who brought Joseph to Egypt. When Ruvain returned to the pit and saw that Yosef was not in the pit, he rent his clothes. The Midianites later take Yosef to Mitzrayim, to Egypt, where they sell him to Potiphar, Pharaoh's prefect. What, J what Jacob's sons did here was not only bad treatment of family, it was human trafficking or something close to it. According to the United Nations, the crime of human trafficking consists of three core elements, the act, the means, the purpose. By the UN criteria, transferring Joseph into the hands of dangerous strangers certainly qualifies as the act of human trafficking. The second criteria is the means, which can include threat, force, deception, and abduction, among other methods. Having thrown Joseph into a pit to hold him captive, the brothers absolutely used force on him. Where this story might differ from modern human trafficking, though, is the purpose. Human trafficking in real life today is done for the exploitation of the victim, so the perpetrators can profit off of them. Some examples for this are exploitation for sex or forced marriage, forced labor, organ removal, or child soldiers. In our story, the selling of Joseph was more vague in purpose. His brothers received 20 pieces of silver, but perhaps what they really wanted was to cause him harm and remove him from their family. Nonetheless, even though the profit motive was clearly not primary, there was a profit made. We might think of child trafficking only as something strangers, evil supervillains would do, but family members selling family members is not foreign to history or the Bible, and it remains a possibility in the 21st century. According to the U.S. Department of State, there are an estimated 24.9 million victims worldwide at any given time. And human traffickers prey on adults and children of all ages, backgrounds, and nationalities, exploiting them for their own profit. Per to the United Nations, worldwide about 20% of all trafficking victims are children. However, in some parts of Africa and the Mekong region, children are the majority, up to 100% in parts of West Africa. Additionally, Studies have shown that foster children 
who don't have the sense of security that comes with growing up in a healthy family are especially in danger of running away from their foster homes and becoming victims of human trafficking. When we read the Genesis story closely, we might think this choice of selling Joseph was a positive move rather than pursuing the alternative urge toward violence even to kill him. And perhaps it's the divine plan that this is how he gets to Egypt, which is tied to his unique role in saving his brothers and family, and later on the redemption of Am Yisrael, of the Jewish people from slavery. But it is never a good idea to use God's justice to justify immoral actions. The sin of Yosef's brothers is egregious from its roots of jealousy, of betrayal, and of considered murder. And it led to a form of child trafficking that could likely have led to his death. What's more, the brothers lied to their father, Jacob, bringing great grief to him. The book of Esther, as well, provides a complicated picture of human trafficking. According to Rashi, Esther was, at least initially, coerced to live with Ahasuerus. These Bible stories should motivate us to seek to combat human trafficking in all of its forms, with special attention to the trafficking of minors, of which Joseph was one. The United Nations largely advocates for systemic legal solutions to this tragedy, such as the protocol of prevent, suppress, and punish trafficking in persons, which is ratified by the vast majority of the world's countries. For action on a smaller scale, the Department of Health and Human Services has a list of 10 actions a person can take. These include getting educated on this issue, reporting suspicious signs, and shopping ethically. On the other hand, we know there are conspiracy theorists like QAnon who are falsely claiming tons of child trafficking cases, which overwhelms and distracts the, the authorities. Fans of the pro-Trump conspiracy theory are clogging anti-trafficking hotlines, infiltrating Facebook groups, and raising false fears, fears about child exploitation. More broadly, the story of Yosef and his brothers is a call to recognize the image of God in everyone, to resist the all-too-human feeling of envy, to restrain ourselves from taking revenge by causing harm, and to recognize that child and human trafficking is a terrible tragedy that we must do everything possible to prevent. Shabbat Shalom.